Hello everyone and welcome back for another episode of the Waffle Box Podcast. We've made it through Christmas and we are back for another episode. I am one of your co-hosts, Keith Russell. My other co-host is, of course, Chris Sherlock. Say hello, Chris. Hello. <laughs> he's, made, he's made it back alive as well. Yeah, I'm here. I feel like I'm in the presence of a Russian dictator. You should hear him before this pre-chat, folks. It's absolutely terrible. But um, I've got good news for you guys. I'm going to mute him now in a second. It's just going to be me. <laughs> I don't know if that's good or bad. Getting ready to be running into the new year, or if you're already listening to this, it might be already the new year. So I think it's very apt that we um, chat all things new year. Yeah, yeah. Well, we did say that we were going to leave it until the new year, but we were... We've so many fans asked us to come back sooner. We decided to come back straight away. Isn't that right, Chris? Yeah, that's we dropped sure. everything and we hopped on the laptops and we decided to record instantly. Which you should <laughs> probably our... you'll probably realize now in a few minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it's our new year special. So I think, come on, I think we need a little bit of a attention for this. Are we gonna have a rave, are we? Yeah, let's do it. Let, it's even though there's only two of us here, like but you know. Now, give us your best old dang sign. Should all acquaintance be forgot for old dang sign? You should be joining in here, Keith. I, I sound like what? a fucking gobshite. <laughs> I, I don't know the words. <laughs> all right, it doesn't matter. You know what? I don't know the words to that song or whatever it is. I don't know the words to it, honestly. I think most people do. I don't. Should I yeah, know the words I... to that? Well, I forget most of them, but because right. we used to, well, when things were great, when we weren't in a pandemic, the, we used to do a thing called a New Year's Eve countdown in pubs and clubs. And uh, right. we used to be yeah. able to, that, that part of the remix is a, a long kind of remix and you shove it in and you do the countdown live. You know, you go your five, four, three, two, one, and then it go yeah. the bells and so on. Right, and then right, you right. go nuts. Where did that song come that. from? Uh, really old, isn't it? We probably should know that, been, but I, I, I haven't got a clue. Yeah. It's it's been around for years. It, I, mm. And I think it's a Scottish thing, is it? Not sure. Not sure. I'm not. I'm not sure. We should. You shouldn't be asking me these questions because <laughs> I, I don't know a thing. All I know is it's traditionally sung at Christmas yeah, or yeah, at yeah. New Year's Eve. Oh, come here! Do you remember we were talking in the last in our Christmas special about our favorite um, Christmas films, and I mentioned the Snowman, and we were trying to figure out. You know, it was well. I obviously, I we knew it wasn't Irish, obviously. Yeah. When it came on at Christmas, and I'd completely forgotten, even though I, was, I said it was probably my favorite one. Like, for some reason, I always seem to miss the beginning of it. And there's the beginning of it. Um, David Bowie is the kind of the he introduces it. So I was watching. It, I was like, yeah, it's definitely not Irish. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Definitely not. Yeah, and one film that I left off my list, which is one I watch every single year, was Christmas Vacation. I completely remember when we were talking about it, I, I completely went blank and I couldn't remember any of the films. I started mentioning films I probably I don't even watch. <laughs> <laughs> As you've been just talking about that there, I've been mm. looking up uh, Owl Lang Syne. Now, this is on Wikipedia and you can never really trust how accurate Wikipedia is. Yeah. But it's it's an English speaking. If I, if I can fucking speak. It'd be great. So you sure you're reading? You sure it's Wikipedia you're on? <laughs> Owl Dang Zion is traditionally sung uh, at the stroke of midnight on New Year's Eve. And by extension, it's also often heard at funerals, graduations and a farewell uh, for any other occasions. Now, I didn't know that. No, but it, it branches from the scouting movement of jamborees and other functions. So I, I don't know where it doesn't say where it originally. Oh, hang on. It, well, it's kind of a poem traditionally. Oh, is it a poem? Okay, right. 
Guys, yeah. this is absolutely gripping. Stay with us. Yeah, look, don't we'll worry about this, it. We'll get through this in a second. Look, you know, if you want to learn about it, just Google it. Just I Google the fucking thing. Let's yeah. Move, let's move on. Let's move on. You see, you should be asking me these questions. Otherwise, it all goes to shit. Otherwise, I, know, I like to I, think I, we have structure. I, but when you hit me with these questions where I'm not intelligent enough to give a shite about, um, it, it, it's, it just goes to shit. But anyway, well, just, there we go. I just thought like a podcast might be a little informational. You know, we might be able to teach the listener something, but obviously not. Teach the listeners. The, all we probably do is put them asleep. <laughs> We're like a good anesthetic. We just knock them out. The only thing we've taught them so far is how to faint properly and how to make a chicken fillet roll. And how to sing badly. <laughs> how to do that. That's you. I purposely wasn't saying anything. I've been called a songboard of my generation. If anyone oh, watches, really? If I, no, if anyone watches the film Step Brothers, they'll probably get that reference. I've seen that film, but I haven't seen it in ages, so it's over the yeah, head. Yeah, yeah, it's Will Ferrell. That's his line. Well, How was your the Christmas, Christmas anyway? Hey, <laughs> yeah, snap. Very oh, good. Jinx, as my kids would say, Jinx. Go on. Well, you go first, considering you're the elder. I'm the elder. Oh, yeah, only by a few months. <laughs> <laughs> did you get a time machine in fucking I, 12 weeks? Or 12 I did, weeks actually, days? yeah. The flux capacitor, I was... Um, <laughs> Speaking of the flux capacitor, right? We'll get on to my Christmas now in a minute. Fucking hell, let's get technical again. Do you know where that originated? No, no. Well, you probably should know where it originated from. What, Yesterday, the flux capacitor? I, yeah, of course you do. Yeah, back to the future. Yeah, 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 I'm, yeah, not, yeah. I'm not that bad for fuck's <laughs> sake. I indulged myself yesterday, and um, hopefully this podcast will be will go out before it arrives in the post. I ordered rare um Back to the Future Lego minifigures online. I decided to treat myself. <laughs> How fucking sad is that? Well, no, it's not sad. It's it's not sad for me, but it's probably sad for most people listening. Well, no, I, they're they're kind of collector's items. Like yeah. in fairness, when what year was it? When the well, it was nineteen eighteen. What? Oh, the what? You, what was twenty eighteen? No, do you remember on the the car when he went back to the future? There was a certain year that was on the. The car. Oh, sorry. And yeah. It was oh, 2018 or 2019 or, yeah, or something should, like that. I think it was 20. I think it was 2015, was it? Yeah, I should know that actually. It's my favorite films. Yeah, it was exactly. Yeah. No, obviously the film was in 1985, but uh, you can't like Lego discontinued the minifigures on that car that they had. And like the car, to buy the actual DeLorean in Lego now, it's like hundreds. It was like 60 quid when it came out or 80 quid when it came out. It's now like it's collectible now. Like I've seen people selling them online for like you know three hundred quid. Mm. You, you were able to get minifigures to commit the car, but you were able to get minifigures bored everyone again. Spend about fifty quid on two little minifigures. Fifty quid on two fucking little Lego figures. They're, for, they're probably worth about ten cent each to make them. Even that. Mother of God. I know. I I've never done that before. I wouldn't mind. I actually have. The two minifigures already here. I'm sure your wife is going to beat you around the neck <laughs> when she finds out. I haven't told her. That's why I'm hoping they arrive before this podcast. <laughs> that's that's why I'm still talking to you because I know she haven't told her yet. Because <clears> when she gets haven't. a hold of you, God help you. And not in the good kind of sexual way. Like <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't mind. I already have two replicas of the minifigures upstairs. The one I got it comes with a little um, a hoverboard. I <laughs> said, so I'm having that. All right. Well, mind you, when, when I was a bit younger, and I actually still have the model, I was mad into Knight Rider. Oh, and Knight Rider, um, yeah, yeah my, my brother, it, my, it was my brother's generation, really. But because he was watching it when I was younger, I got into it. Like, because mm. in fairness, what kid doesn't love a talking car? 
that can you know go really really fast and all this kind of stuff so it was just fantastic so yeah. i remember my nan bought me um a, a kind of a the big model of the car and it yeah. was fantastic because it had the ejector seat it had the grappling hook it's the front it had the little red light that goes back and forward wow. it was the feckin model of the time when it came yeah. out and that was probably like the early 2000s because Night Rider was still kind of popular. It kind of branched into the 90s, even though it wasn't being made anymore. Well, they remade it then in the early 2000s, which is probably how that car came out, didn't they? Now, I think it only lasted like a, like one series or a couple of episodes or maybe just a pilot. It did, but as far as I know, it went down the different roads of a whole different car. Well, I can't even think of the car. Yeah, I, I, I think David Hasselhoff was in the pilot, wasn't he? Just as like a cameo or something. But um, I think so, yeah. Yeah, but, but he like, wasn't I, the main... No, he wasn't. But the 80s shows, oh, oh my God, were like, because I, I like, oh, that's my era. I'm like, I was born in 1980. So I kind of grew up watching these shows. Oh, you had the fans' favorites, which was my favorites. Was you had Knight Rider, the A Team, mm. MacGyver, and Airwolf. They were kind of the main four of those type of shows that, I, you know, everyone loved watching. I certainly did as well. And then there was a few others that the reserves for those if you, if you wanted to watch. So you had another one called Street Hawk. Do you remember that? You ever hear that? No. So Street Hawk was basically a motorbike version of Knight Rider. Oh, I did. Yes, I did hear that. Yeah, took, yeah when you read motorbike, yeah. I, yeah, I, yeah. I seen a clip of it, I think, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then you had there was another one I used to like was uh, Manimal, which was a guy who used to turn into animals. I think you, I can't remember exactly what it was, but I remember he used to turn into like a panther and a snake. That's um, not that human centipede you're getting mixed up with, is it? That was a disgusting thing. That did you ever see that? I have, yeah. Unfortunately, I have. Yeah, they oh, made a few is... of them. I watched the first one, and that was it. I was like, no, I'm not watching that anymore. Jesus Christ! Cannibalism, fucking in its <sighs> fucking prime. Christ. But anyway, let's move swiftly on oh, yeah. because if you're still digesting your turkey and still fratting out the Brussels sprouts, this is right. the last thing you'd want to be listening to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, Christmas time. My Christmas was actually okay. Um, I suppose with everybody like being sick and sickness everywhere and can you, you kind of have to make the most of it, don't you? Like I put a post out on my social media actually only a few days ago, kind of asking people how, like, how their Christmas was and was anyone feeling anxious or feeling guilty over Christmas? And I, like the amount of responses I got from like so many people all saying that, yeah, like they're all feeling anxious, not all feeling anxious, but a lot of them for different reasons for obviously for COVID, for meeting up with family or socializing or money wise or whatever. But and then by everyone saying that, like, you know, they still enjoyed it, but they had a, like a few ups and downs as well. So like, in other words, they all made it out the other side. We've kind of seen it happen now because we are at the other side of it, of course. For me, my Christmas was great and it was, you know, it was very easy going. But I, I got to meet up with people and catch up with people and it was it was great that it was more connected this year than it was of course back in 2020 when this pandemic first broke out so i enjoyed it a lot more this year because there there was a bit of meetups but there wasn't that overindulgement on a normal time i work in radio and we're we're promoting gigs and we're promoting music as always but we would be going to gigs so you'd have maybe three or four gigs in one week I call it being the gig whore because you're out nearly every night and you're there to, to support bands or whatever, which I love to do. This year, I only had one show to go to before Christmas and I was kind of contemplating, will I go or will I not go? Because this is it. If I get COVID now, then we're screwed for Christmas and I'm cooking the Christmas dinner. So it's all going to go to shit. But I thought, you know what, do it because this was before the curfew came in, before that restriction. So I thought, well, there is time. And I thought, well, 
I'm vaccinated. Everyone in there is going to be vaccinated. So it should be normal. So I was a little bit iffy. So there was that kind of precaution that you had to take. A lot of people were relatively keeping their distance. You know, it's hard to do it when you're in a venue where there's live music and so on. But everyone was respectable. You know, there was no like falling over each other like there normally would be or in your face spitting at you. There was none of that. It was very kind of controlled. And it was it was great. Like, so that's just kind of a perspective of the way things are in pubs and music venues here. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Like, I wish it had been a bit more normal for the band because, you know, it wasn't as like everyone was singing along, waving their hands. There was a bit of that and there was a good, lively crowd. I was a little bit selfish because mm. it's Christmas. I went for it and enjoyed it. And I just wanted to support the lads, the yeah. two bands that were on, because they're feeling the pinch of this. But without going into a rant of all that, because I'm borderline <laughs> over the Christmas, it was so relaxed, got to meet up with the people, enjoy it. In terms of indulging in, say, the likes of sweets and stuff and kind of pigging out, I, I was late to kind of start because I nearly forgot that we had stuff in. Oh, you forgot lie, you had so. it there. <laughs> yeah, quite literally. But being in the gym and kind of, you know, having a routine, like I'd have a treat at the weekend and I kind of thought, oh, yeah, it's Friday or Saturday. It's treat day now so I can in- indulge in whatever I want. Mm. So it was only kind of Christmas day. And I thought, oh, shit, yeah, today's actually Saturday and it's Christmas. So let's go nuts. Like I still have some stuff left. It's nearly all gone because we're in that period from Christmas to New Year's with all the bank holidays, it's still acceptable to have a tea cake and an almond finger for your breakfast, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, look, I the, the post that I put out on social media, like the one I was talking about, I said that in the post where I'm not feeling guilty for indulging myself and neither should you or anyone else because, you know, give yourself a break. And like we were talking about this in the, in the last episode, so we won't go on with it too much. That's just kind of the response that I was getting from people and when I was responding to them. That's what I was just saying. I was like, look, it's fine. Don't be worrying about it. You exactly. Know? The life is too short. Relatively enough, we all look after ourselves full up throttle in the year. And yeah. it, you're entitled to have your treat regardless of, of, of whatever. Like, you know, you, you have to have that. But like, don't ever feel guilty for having that one cheat meal a week. Everyone has to have luxury. You, yeah. you hear a lot of stories around Christmas time in general of car crashes, fires. It's, it's terrible. Now, I think mm-hmm. the media like to heighten that up around Christmas I don't it's like a weird fucking sadistic thing that they seem to do it, it's not as if it doesn't happen in fucking June because it does mm. accidents happen any time of the year but just like yeah. Christmas you hear more about it life is short to be my point and you just gotta just go for it and enjoy and look, look it, it gives you more momentum if you're a gym goer like me go out to the gym you know it'll encourage you to get back into the rhythm after the holidays as well and yeah. you know give you that determination and if you don't go to the gym go out for walks and whatever because i didn't i see you were out for a walk or something over the christmas you, you went out with your kids somewhere around some park yeah uh, i brought them to a skate park yeah and it was freezing <laughs> <laughs> well it is december <laughs> and what i've been saying to myself recently as well which is what i never said to myself before is i just kind of look at the bigger picture now and say look you know, I'm looking after myself, you know, you know, you know, I'm kind of looking at the year as a whole rather than saying, oh, well, and, you know, it's a, a week over Christmas and you're indulging yourself. So what? Like, you know what I mean? And if you look at the bigger picture of a year as a, as a whole, it's one week out of or mm. two weeks, if you want to call it out of 52 or whatever. You know, like it's, you know, like it's OK, you know, to just kind of give yourself a break and just have a, you know, and just relax if you can. This is the thing I wanted to talk about. It's it's literally called living in the moment. You know, don't worry about yesterday or tomorrow. Just worry about today and enjoy what you're in. So if you're with people and you're having a few drinks, it doesn't have to be all about the food and, and indulging. 
you know, or even if you're off work, and I think this is an important one here, aside from the food and exercise and all that, if you are off work for a few days or whatever it is, you enjoy those time off and, and just wind down, watch your favorite film, go for a walk, go for your run, whatever it is, spend time with the kids, even though they might get on your nerves, enjoy every part of the moment. And we should do that a lot more going forward because we get so caught up in everyday life of, yeah. you know, worrying about this and worrying about that, that we kind of forget just to like breathe. I'm just going to quickly use the gig as a, a, a reference here. I seen loads of people at the gig and you know they were having their drinks, they were joining themselves and they were taking videos and pictures. Now, fantastic, you know, because it's memories. But why not just take one video, a couple of snaps here and go, that's it. I, that's my memories and sit back and enjoy the show. You know, yeah. and this is where I'm going to talk briefly about social media. We get so caught up with putting it on the gram or fucking Twitter or Facebook yeah. that we forget to like live and enjoy where we are totally rather agree. than showing off to people. Oh, I'm here getting pissed. I know. At it's like, yeah, you see on, on uh, if you're watching, say, sport or something and like you've got Ronaldo standing like 10 feet from them and they're filming it. And I'm like. Well, if you put the phone down, you can actually see him. He's right there. You can yeah, look at exactly. Him. You yeah. Don't, you're, so you're watching everything through a lens rather than through your own two eyes. Do you know what I mean? And this kind of annoys me as well. Is like some people will plan their day around what they're going to post on social media. So posting on social media is what is determining what they're going to do that day. What they're going to wear will do, will. Are you okay, Chris? I got, I got. We have to call an ambulance. Chris is dying. And we all thought it was going to be me. <coughs> Took a swig of coffee and it went down the wrong way. <laughs> I've never heard of you going down the wrong way ever, Chris. <coughs> oh, jeez, he's Don't dying, guys. He's dying. Should I, yeah, should I call an ambulance or I just sit here laughing at you? No, just, I don't. You all right? <laughs> I don't need to get an ambulance. No, I'm fine. No, there's no way I'm editing this out either. I got, Stop I making get me my, laugh. I got to get a phone and film this way there. <laughs> <laughs> anyway what, what, what was i saying before you decided to die halfway through my round <laughs> oh, i do apologize folks if you're listening it just went down the wrong way like just cut my breath anyway sorry keith apologies go on it kind of annoys me the way like some people feel like they have to put every single moment on instagram or anywhere online so they plan their day out nearly of what pictures they're going to take and you do you know what i mean and i, I kind of just Maybe it's just me because I lost so many years feeling anxious and depressed and you just kind of look back and all those years are gone. And as you talk about living in the moment, you kind of see people now and it's like they nearly just go somewhere because they think, oh, I'll get a good few selfies or or whatever. Do you know what I mean? It just looks so staged and and fake I don't know what it is it's just kind of it kind of annoys me a little bit do you know what I mean where you kind of you see some people I just feel like they're just they're just wasting do you know do you know what I mean I'm probably not making any sense but no it, I, I'm with you it's kind of like that they're like trying to live like a double life in the sense now don't yeah. get me wrong I'm all for taking pictures um, I know a lot in in British pantomimes and stuff that you're not allowed to take photographs or videos now it's more of a copyright thing I still I believe that you should be allowed to you know have your picture because I know Brendan O'Carroll from Mrs. Brown's Boys, he lets people take pictures, you know, of them, like at towards the end of the show, just so that they have that memory and they can get a oh, few okay. pictures. 
you're allowed to take a few videos as well, but he just uh, he just asks people not to share them. It gets ruined and what have you. Yeah. And I think he asks to do them without the flash, so it's not distracting. I get all that. Do you know what I mean? And like they're working live on stage, so that's different. At a gig, they're just musicians singing. Now I say that in a very bad, condescending way. I just realised, but they're singing and they're a part of it, and they're used to flashing lights because you know music has flashing lights and so on. Blah blah blah. That's a different field. So you're you're trying to create the memory and live in the moment, and you're trying to be there. But then if you're just there taking all these things, it's like you're trying to show off and be impressionable to somebody else. And By kind creating of a false feel, memory. Yeah, it, it's it's kind of like there's the there's the positive side and the negative side, and the negative side is just like constantly there not actually caring where you are and just mm. being there for the sake of it like if you're going to do that why pay for the ticket you know why bother traveling if you do so i just don't get half of it it'll always be a recurring mystery to me because i don't think we're ever going to get a definite answer but no one really cares especially if they're the band or whatever it is once they buy their tickets yeah. <laughs> um yeah, which is yeah. rightly so but it, it it's not just at those kind of things though you know when you kind of see people going in around town and they're like they're walking along the beach one minute they're chatting to their friends and then they're trying to get the good angle and all this kind of stuff they're trying to be natural and be themselves but then they're kind of not they're trying to put in a filter and yeah i, oh. I look I, maybe it's just i look it's the age we live we live in now like it's just it is a social media mm-hmm. age and everything is i mean look i did i said this to you the last podcast we did where i did a webinar and the, the webinar was all about this where you know social media and uh having a negative impact on, on certain things so i spoke in kind of length about all of this you know, kind of to summarise, I suppose, is kind of what I was saying is, unfortunately, we do just live in a social media kind of landscape now where it is what it is. And, you know, and it is unfortunate where a lot of people feel where if they go out somewhere, they have to try and make it look like they're having the best day of their life. Mm-hmm. And it has to be the perfect picture you know, they're in the lift and they're taking a picture of her of herself. You pose in a certain way, or uh, and the lighting in the lift might be a certain way, as you said, the filters, and then they go out and they take a picture of them getting into the car, and then their selfies in the car, and then they go out and they're taking pictures of the a, a cocktail they've got and all this type of stuff. And they're kind of like the only time, the only way they'll even remember that, that they were there is to go back and, and look at their staged yeah. selfies and pictures. And like I guess it's just it's kind of maybe the headspace you're in. Yeah, I just don't get it really, you know. I like I like I said, I, I work for in social media. So I understand the idea of all of that for like kind of a commercial sense and marketing where all that type of stuff for your own self and your own well-being. Because what happens is like you, you might think you've oh, you've gone to all this trouble to set up this picture and then all of a sudden you post online and you don't get the reaction you think you're going to get. And that affects your mental health then because you're getting, oh, you know, why is nobody liking my picture or all this type of stuff? And it's just... It's it's too much. Just going to say the same thing. Funny enough, we're on the same level here because I've often wonder when when you look through like your your Instagrams, your TikToks, or whatever the case may be, like mm. you're doing this to kind of get a bit popular. Kind of noticed with through the bullying aspect, I've seen a lot of videos of uh, particularly girls and guys actually that they're worrying about their appearance. They're they're doing all this to be popular on social media, but how are they really feeling inside? You know they're they're trying to be that fake fine. How long will it last before it doesn't become that fake fine? It becomes the complete opposite where kind of like a form of depression 
And when you see everyone else kind of having fun, you you kind of wish that you were there or you were a part of it. It's a great tool, social media, but it can have its flaws. Yeah. And yeah. I worry about the well-being of all these kids today and the bullying that goes on. And as you, as people have probably known by now, I've been on that bullying campaign for quite a while. Like, so what if someone is wearing a certain shade of makeup that makes them look a bit different or... You know, they like that. If they chose to put that on, then that's their thing. You you shouldn't criticize it, you know, or or if a lad is wearing a particular pair of jeans or a T-shirt, you know, if it's of a certain band, you know, so what? Or if dressing flamboyant, like that's his choice, their choice. And it's, you know, we shouldn't be like discriminated for what we put up on our own profiles, no matter who you are. Yeah, uh, or, or what you are or whatever the case would be out there and that yeah. that's where we, the well-being comes in you you look after number one yourself and don't be anyone else that you shouldn't be yeah or exactly. you know claim to be yeah there was a picture posted uh, oh, i saw it on twitter yesterday and it was from uh, the races i think it might have been leopardstown races oh, yeah and there was a group of lads from like they're probably only in their, their teens it was probably about 10 or 12 and 10 and whatever it was they were out at the races for the day right so they all just kind of you know like they, they all just got a, a picture together but they were all wearing um brown shoes like brogues all kind of the same color and some of them had like white socks on with the shoes and they were wearing the suits and i saw it first myself i kind of kind of chuckled a, a little bit purely because like they're all wearing the same color shoes and they all had the same haircuts I kind of clicked on it and you start reading all the comments underneath the picture. And it was so many people taking the piss out of them for wearing white socks with the suit and all wearing the shoes and all that type of stuff. And I was like, and then you had other people comment saying, Jesus, guys, like they're only young fellas. It can be something that you might find so innocent to make a simple comment like that. But you never know how other people are going to take it. You know well, that's I mean? it. Now, one of them lads, they, they could be reading these comments. They might be a bit more sensitive than the rest. Yeah. Now, for me, I'd say, look, it's only a pair of fucking socks. You know, get over yourself. Like, they're mm. they're dressed smart. They they more than likely look well. They've dressed well, obviously, if they're in suits and and shoes and so on. So, like, yeah. they feel great. So let them off. Yeah, yeah. I know. I just it was just one of those things that just as you, it was just when when you were saying it about kind of the, you know the pictures and stuff it just kind of reminded me like I said of of, of a yesterday because I was just gonna I kind of saw it, so the first thing my eye went was all the brown shoes and like I said I kind of went oh, all wearing the same shoes and then I said now do you know what I'll just click on it because I saw that there's a load of comments on it mm. and the more I read through the comments the more bad I was feeling and the more I was kind of getting annoyed then I was like getting annoyed with myself for making a quick judgment. No, I didn't post that, just, you know, just a quick judgment. And then, like I said, but then you had other people come in saying, Jesus, guys, like, they're, you know, they're only young guys. And as you said, you know, there could be one of those guys who, as you said, just, you know, a bit more sensitive than others and could really take that to heart. I've often thought of, you know, like a criticism myself for some reason. It's, it's kind of, it is perfectly normal to kind of think that. But if you go out of your way to post it, then that's a different story. Like, you're not going to like what they like. So he could be wearing black shoes instead of brown shoes this this one particular guy in this photograph or the girl could be wearing a very kind of bright dress you know pink dress that probably doesn't match something or whatever and you're kind of thinking well i don't think that matches but that's your own preference so you're entitled to have your own preference of what well how it looks but 
to go out and actually comment and criticize is a whole different thing. You know, like it, you I think when we think of these things, well, I wouldn't wear it like that, but that's your own inner critic talk. And that's, that's a different thing. It's the fact that the comments are there, you know, you can have your own little critiques because one, they're not going to know about it. And two, I know you shouldn't really do it anyway, but it's just your mind thinking, well, this is how it could go, but that's just your opinion. And you kind of keep it to yourself. And, I think that's acceptable. I would I would presume it's accept, um, acceptable, but like because yeah. that's your own opinion. So everyone's yeah. entitled to their opinion. But yeah. if they go out of their way to make it, you know, maliciously bad and yeah. criticize, then and that's the, yeah, exactly. And this is the thing, right? So a lot of the comments were they weren't malicious. They were people just typing what was in their head, basically. And um, oh look, um, is a brown shoe day? All this type of stuff. Where they they probably just think it's funny. They mean no harm in it. You just have to be careful, you know. I, I wanted to ask you, how did you get over? Because I know we were talking about a previous podcast and I, I apologize for the listener that we we're kind of recapping on one or two stuff. But we, we literally, we're literally chatting live as we're recording this podcast. And I know you had to go and do some Christmas shopping before and so did I. And can I just say how busy the shops were ridiculously just to go out and buy some food for Christmas? Like, honest yeah. to God, like... I, I was up early and myself and the brother, we'd done a big, you know, Christmas shop and we were up and we got around and got everything done. And we I had to go in then about two days later. It was last say Tuesday and I went in then last Thursday, Friday, whatever day it was, just to pick up stuff that I needed fresh, like a milk and veg and so on. Yeah. Jesus, just to go in, people with trolleys full of yeah. stuff. The price of stuff, actually, hang on, I have to retract here for a minute. Have you seen the price of, of everything that's kind of like, there's deals in certain supermarkets, which is great, but then yeah. some there isn't. But like, Jesus yeah. Christ, we spent about over 200 quid on the Christmas shopping this year. Yeah. And now we indulged in extra stuff that we normally wouldn't buy. Like, obviously, your turkey, your ham and all that kind of stuff, that's kind of a bit pricey. So you're going to spend a few quid on getting them especially if you like it fresh or if you're someone that likes to cook from frozen or whatever the case may be, that's a different story. But like, Jesus Christ, like I can't believe the prices of stuff that's kind of gone up yeah. uh, so over what, the last two or three years. Yeah, well, that's what I was saying to you in our last, the Christmas episode when we were talking about feeling anxious at Christmas time. And I was talking to you about I to get anxious at Christmas over money and finances because it can be so expensive especially when you've got kids as well and you have all of that that you're talking about as well and then you've got the prices i <laughs> i swear to god i don't know if anyone else has noticed this and they probably have because i think i saw someone on twitter posting this but i went into my local pharmacy now i'm obviously not going to name them i only get sued right but i went into my local pharmacy to buy a pack of antigen tests right there was a pack of five antigen tests and they were 25 quid. Now, I hadn't bought a packet. The wife was usually going and getting them. So I bought a packet. Didn't think anything of it. I was like, all right, five or a test. Okay. Got home. And the wife says to me, you know that exact same pack of the same brand, exactly the same, in our local little, is 12 yeah. quid. And I'm like, what? Like the, and they're fairly close. So it's 25 quid in the pharmacy. And it's 12 quid. Now, I know the, the little, you know, these big shops and buying bulk. And I know they get... But like Jesus Christ Almighty, there shouldn't be that yeah. much of a difference. Twenty-five to twelve quid for the it's same. Double the price. Yeah, it's double the price for, and it's not like a different brand. Like she said, it's exactly the same brand. The same, it's exactly the same. It's not like a different test. Like, like my oh. God, I was like Jesus Christ. But yeah, what you were saying about the shopping and the trolleys, I literally it was again 
because I didn't really go. I hate going to the shop, so <laughs> I rely on my social media to, 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 to give me the news. There was a, <laughs> there was a video that someone posted from Blanchard's Town Shopping Centre. Hypocrite. <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah. <laughs> I didn't comment, though. And the uh, most, but there was so someone filmed the, the, the queue going into whatever, one, one of the food shops. Mark, supermarkets, know, yeah. One of the supermarkets, yeah. And there must have been hundreds of people with trolleys all queuing all through the shopping centre. Probably, I don't know where it went. It's like they stopped filming. Every time you thought you were going to get to the end of the queue, this video just kept going and they sped it up as well. I think oh you must God. have been, and I think people were saying um, they were in the queue for about two hours. To get in. What? Two hours, yeah, to get in. And beca- it was because it was, I think it was Christmas Eve or something like that. Or where oh I was my like, God. oh, yeah, I was like, oh my God. Why did, no wonder I ain't going to the shops. Pure madness, like seriously. I respect the bit of a queue and the bit of, you know, that everyone wants to get their bits in, like totally get that. But like, seriously, two hours for queuing? Something like, like that, yeah. Yeah, that's that's ridiculous. Like 15, 20 minutes should be the max. And that's just to go into the store because of the COVID restrictions. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. And then when you go in then and get your bits, like, and yeah. you're waiting at the checkout then for another few minutes, another 40 yeah. minutes or whatever. Like, yeah. And I know the supermarkets, they, they're, they're doing the best they possibly can to incorporate the restrictions because they have to, but to also yeah. get people in and out to get what they need and, yeah. and so forth. Like, well, that's why it's there's a big hats off to them in that regard. But yeah, like, yeah. Even aside from the Christmas stuff for a minute, like fucking housing prices are ridiculous as well at the minute. Like I, I had a cousin of mine who was living in Galway here for a while. She kept, she came over from the UK and she wanted to kind of, you know, it's her dream to retire and, and live back over here. So she saved up some money and she had planned to come over before the pandemic hit. And she said that, you know, 2021 is kind of 2028, 2021 is going to be her the, the year that she makes the move. Yeah. She wanted to wind down, you know, blah, 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 and kind of make the transition easy. Because the pandemic hit, it just caused delays for her, blah, blah, blah. So she eventually got over. When she got here, she was staying with family, us here, right? And we, we were helping her everywhere we can. But we didn't realise in our own city how expensive accommodation is to rent. Um, you come to Dublin. Yeah, well, we were looking at Dublin. We were looking right. at like, you know, we were looking at Dublin. We were looking at Galway. We were looking kind of towards the Midlands. Now, the Midlands is kind of cheaper, of course, but mm. you've got so much shit added on. Like, and there's then there's in some places like apartments in certain areas, not every area. Jesus, the maintenance on the fucking building was nearly more expensive than a month's fucking rent. Like just to cut a few bushes and fucking power wash a drive. Yeah. Every so often, like, where the fuck are they going with these prices? Yeah. Like they say the Celtic Tiger was the, mm. the most expensive or whatever. And now we're like, Jesus Christ, it's nearly double it. Like, no well, wonder people are fucking homeless. Yeah, apparently they're, they're no, I I got so I've I'm a homeowner, so I'm not I don't be looking into this too much, but apparently the rent prices in Dublin are gone astronomical. Apparently. Mm. Come here, listen. I wanted to say something to you. So do you remember? But just going back to the shopping for a second, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. And we were talking in, in our first episode about, I hate going into these supermarkets now, and you're ba- practically just working for the shop now. So you're you're scanning your own stuff, and you're bagging your own stuff, and these self-service things, right? So because of all of that, my wife had listened to the podcast, and she's like, so we went into our local supermarket. I won't obviously mention the name. So she's like, look, come on in. The kids are in school, and she's like, look, let's... um." I'll show you how all this is done. 
because I guess the ranks is going in. I was like, no, you're grand. Like, okay, don't worry about it. No, no. So we walk in, right? And what have they done? They've made it even more complicated. They've added more stuff now, right? So they've now have these things now. I'm sure they've been there for ages. I just don't go into them. So you now have this hand scanner, right? So you're, where you walk around the shop mm. and you're now scanning the items as you're walking around. So you don't, you don't have to wait until you get to the, the till, you know, the self-service yoke to scan them in. You're scanning this. So you're holding this like a, I don't know what you call it. It's just like a hand scanner as you're walking mm. around the shop. So as you're, as you're putting the items in your basket, you're scanning it there as well. Yeah, well, that I've, calculates your the cost yeah. you're spending as well. Yeah, yeah, something like that. And I was like, oh, Jesus, listen, I can't be, can't be dealing with all of this. I just <laughs> want to get to the end. Give it to somebody. Let them scan it in. Chuck it in a bag so I can get out of there. So, so she's walking around scanning. And, 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 but you still, when you get to the end, you still have to put this scanner into the machine. And you still have to do a few little bits at the end. And then you're still putting stuff in the bags. And I'm like, oh, fuck this. This is just getting worse. I'm never going to hear ever again. But it makes self-checkout a lot more better when you get to the till and you just scan the stuff through yourself. But yeah. to be honest with you, I know the supermarket you're on about. I've never used that system yet. I have been told, all right, some people do prefer it. Now, I, I've yet it. to Your use it. it. So apparently, it's, it is a bit easier and it saves a bit of time actually at the till because they can just scan the, the device you're using and they can get. Yeah, the so list and all of everything. Stuff come, yeah, exactly. That, that, and it does save the hauling off the trolley onto the trolley and whatever. Yeah, it speeds um, it up then. And she, like, in all fairness, like, the wife even has these little these bags that she got online and there's like Velcro on them and they fit perfectly either into a trolley or into oh, a yeah, basket. Yeah. And they're all different sizes. So she doesn't have to rebag them at the end. So I get all of that, right? That's fine. It saves time. But I'm going in thinking, you've just added in something else now that can go wrong. That's just going to make me even more anxious. Something isn't going to scan. I'm going to get to the end. Something's not going to be there that I should have been there earlier. Do I now rescan it? Do I use the, the, the hand thing to scan it when I'm there? Does, do, do I scan it at the machine? Do I have to call someone over? I'm like, oh, fucking hell. Do you know what I mean? I'm just like, oh, listen, I can't be dealing with this. I'm enough to be worrying about than going in and worrying has a, has a packet of cheese not scanned. Can't be dealing with I, th- that. I think when you need to go shopping, you need to take some sort of Xanax or opioids or something like what <laughs> yeah. you do when you come on talking to me on this podcast. Oh, I just kind of, yeah, listen, <laughs> I, we're not advocating that at all, people, by the way. He's always joking. Well, I am. <laughs> it's great to listen to this. I'm it, it yeah. feels like you're a whole dream world. Like It's like you're in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. The mountains of chocolate everywhere. <laughs> I'm, I'm not even getting involved in this conversation because I know I'm going to get a complaint off somebody. He's only joking, by the way. We're not advocating drugging yourself up doing a podcast. No, no, we're genuinely not. But if you if you feel like you want to, then we're not going to stop you. Fuck's sake, Chris. <laughs> Will you stop digging? Jesus Christ. Is this over yet? Can we go uh, before we get in trouble? Well, we have to have your fainting story before we go anywhere. Oh, yeah, so, right. Okay, so... So uh, hang oh, on, oh, hang we, on. Do, we, do, we, do. we have to do the jingle. You should oh, be getting used fuck. to this. So this is the latest of Keith's fainting story, ladies and gentlemen. Yay! <laughs> right, go. <laughs> I can't believe I have to wait for that to be played. Right, again, <laughs> I probably started with the, the more dr- dramatic ones. This one isn't as dramatic. This was um, a couple of months ago, and we were we had planned to do a few bits out in the garden, so we needed a few um, materials and stuff. So I had to go down to their local hardware get a few you know bags of sand and i wanted to give it a bag of smith and all that type of stuff so anyway paid for it all and went out you know went to the yard and get all so i was lifting a bag of cement now there was a guy working there and he was doing it as well and of course you know you the, the man in you're like oh i better go and lift something here i don't i'm thinking i'm just standing here doing nothing 
So I lifted up a bag of cement and I was lifting it into the boot of the car and I was leaning forward. And as I went to kind of kind of drop or put it into the boot, he was to the side of me said something to me. So as I was kind of putting in this 25 kilos or whatever the cement is now, I kind of just turned to hear what he was saying. So I twisted my back as I was Ooh. leaning forward and I felt, or I heard this big kind of loud pop in my upper back go, right? All of a sudden, my whole upper back went into spasm and my chest went into spasm. Like, and I was in so much pain. And of course, I didn't want to say to your man that I was injuring myself. Are you all right? I was like, yeah, yeah, grand, yeah, yeah. I couldn't breathe or anything. Oh, grand, grand, just, yeah. So <laughs> got myself into the car, pretended I was all right, drove. Now, luckily, the hardware is on your belt. 10 minutes from our house. Yeah. It was an automatic car, so I drove to the house in agony. I wasn't <laughs> going to faint in the car, but I was in a lot of pain. Thankfully. <laughs> I know, yeah. So anyway, like, so I got home, kind of hobbled myself inside, and then the wife was like, Jesus, what have you done to yourself now? So she kind of just assumes that I've done something stupid. <laughs> well, I was kind of thinking the yeah, same. But exactly, sure, we'll yeah, because it kind of just, it's just a natural occurrence for me at this stage. So I rang the D-Doc, you know, the online doctor thing, you know, the emergency thing. And she's like, listen, if you can't breathe properly, you might have done something with your, with your lungs or something like that. She said, listen, you better get yourself into casualty. And this was like a Saturday. And I was like, oh, Jesus, right. Okay, right. So the wife, we had to pack the kids up in the car. I didn't call an ambulance, even though I probably should have. So we had to pack the kids in the cars and off we go into Bowman Hospital, which is our local hospital for us anyway. Because I kind of had a, a large pop in my back and I couldn't breathe, they had they had me going for x-rays for a collapsed lung because they thought maybe I tore a hole in my lung or something like that anyway. So that's all going on, right? <laughs> Once I got there, I had to go for a COVID test and, you know, and then back up into the weight and, you know, and casualty and all that type of stuff. And I'm in agony at this stage and they gave me, didn't even give me any strong painkillers at that stage because I hadn't gone in to see someone. So my name gets called and I'm thinking, all right, here we go. That's grand. We're going in. I'm finally going to get to see someone. And the, your man says to me as we're going through the big sliding doors. Yeah. We're just going to do a blood test. We're going to take some blood. And I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. This is not good. And it was literally because I hadn't really eaten much that day. The pain I was in, the shock of him <laughs> telling me we're about to put a needle in you. I nearly collapsed kind oh, of God. between the double doors because he was waiting for the double doors to open. They could into triage, right? Right. I have the eyes straight away when in the back of my head. I'm like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. And of course, you know, you just start to panic. So, you know, you're, the adrenaline starts pumping down, thinking, oh, Jesus, what am I going to do? Because when it, when it sprung on me, it's even worse. So he brings me over to the chair to sit down on. He straight away, he's like, are you okay? And I was like, oh, I don't feel too good. I don't feel too good. And I could feel my head just starting to sway from side to side. He hadn't even put the needle in me at this stage. Jesus Christ. And there was a nurse as well there and you could see her getting the stuff ready it was a leather chair like a leather recliner chair in triage i could feel myself sl sliding <laughs> back into the chair and yeah. because like so he starts kind of just trying to ask me just questions just to kind of keep me conscious so yeah. where you know what yo who's your name all this type of stuff and i'm like i couldn't answer <laughs> so all right so anyway right so they put the needle in me to take the blood and I went, yeah. oh, I fainted straight away. I didn't faint for that long now. I woke up. So that while I was asleep, he obviously took the, the thing and put the plaster on me and all that type of stuff. It's only like a tiny little bit of blood, right? Mm. And I woke up. So he had so he had reclined this chair, right? But whatever way he reclined it, he didn't rec he reclined it fully back. But whatever I was sitting, I woke up 
and the pain in my back. Oh it, no! You know, because mm. when we hit recline me, and as I so I was after fainting, woke up agony with my back, my head's all over the shop, and I'm like, oh geez, I think I'm gonna faint again because they gave me a drink of water. I'm like, fuck, I'm gonna faint twice in a few minutes because the pain in my back. So as I was kind of slightly coming around, the doctor puts her head in the little cubicle looking for me. Mm. So I kind of sat myself up and gave me a few minutes. So she brought me down to this other bed, you know, where the consultation is. So she's like, so you okay? Do you want to have a few minutes? And I was, my head was still wobbly. She's like, did you get a blood test? And I was like, yeah. She's like, oh, I wouldn't have got you to get a blood test. There's no need for that blood test. You're fucking joking me. I just went through all of that. I didn't even need it. Like, oh Jesus this. Christ Yeah because I was just going to say It's kind of unusual for back pain But I suppose there's no harm Getting it checked every now and then <laughs> That's the blood test done For the next two years now <laughs> That's me never going there ever again Yeah, There's nothing worse than back pain I've only ever experienced A small bit of back pain In my life so far yeah. well, And look, Jesus yeah. it, it goes through you Oh well that was Like they sent me for Like two, two x-rays One was for a collapsed lung And one was for any broken bones in my back. It was just the loud, the loud pop that they heard. So anyway, that's my fainting story for this week. Well, we should end it on a high <laughs> by that. We don't so, need um, drugs. <laughs> uh, yeah, precisely. So yeah, that concludes this podcast, folks. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it. And um, we will be back again yeah. very soon, I presume, Keith. Yeah, I leave it over to you to say goodbye and all yeah, that. Yeah, so listen, guys, hope you've had a lovely uh, Christmas and have a wonderful, happy new year. We will be back after the new year with another episode. Won't, won't we, Chris? Yeah, we will be. We've kind of got a contract. It's not a great contract, but it's there. <laughs> it's done on the back of a, a bookmarker docket. So we, it's we, ri- we signed the docket yeah, line. It's written in crayon. Right, with, a let's bit get of che- with a bit of chewy sealing the deal <laughs> exactly yeah exactly right let's get out of here listen guys have a lovely wonderful happy new year and we'll see you all again in january bye bye take it easy <laughs> bye happy new year